Welcome to the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. My mission is to help engineers develop their soft skills and break through the barriers of social anxiety to show up more boldly at work, create awesome friendships, improve their dating and relationships, and build lives that they love. Do you often feel frazzled or rushed? You want to feel relaxed and productive and positive throughout the day, but you just don't know how. Do you feel like there's not enough time in the day to focus on yourself and do some of the self-care activities you know you should be doing to be at your best? Well, today I want to talk about one way that you can start developing this ability to feel good throughout the day, to be energized, and to not only feel good in a certain day, but to carry that on throughout your life, to routinely feel good and routinely feel energized, and that will allow you to get more done, to develop better relationships, and to just be a happier person. So obviously, these are all good things. Now, what am I talking about? Well, I am talking about developing a morning routine. Doing so in my own life has had tremendous positive benefits, and I'll get into what my own morning routine is in a little bit, but I just want to dive into why. Why should you set up a morning routine? Why is that so valuable? Well, energy is one big reason. I find that if I just, I used to just wake up, hop right out of bed and get going, you know, I'd take a shower and throw on some clothes and just run out the door and start my day. And you know, that I would sometimes have good days and oftentimes I would feel lethargic or just completely tired or I wasn't getting things done in the morning. I wasn't really addressing uh, my, my emotional state and I wasn't setting myself up for success. Instead, developing a morning routine allows you to, to go into the day energized. It allows you to have a little bit of time to yourself. It allows you to feel unrushed and not so stressed, even though you're still getting even more done throughout the day. And another thing that it allows for is long-term personal growth. A few things that I use in my own morning routine and that many people will recommend that you use, like meditation, journaling, visualization, affirmations, exercise, reading, these will all result in a better you if you do them over the course of many days throughout a given week, and then you sort of project that out into a few years from now, think of how much you could have worked on yourself and what a different person in a very positive way you'll be after doing a routine like this for for years, or even just, frankly, a couple days. It can have a big effect. But in terms of long-term personal growth and really working on yourself as a person, this will really compound this habit of developing a morning routine and doing some things that you know are good for you rather than just rolling out of bed and hoping things go well is going to set yourself up for success long down the future. It is compounding. It may not have much of an effect over the course of a day or a week or even a month, although I I genuinely feel that it will and it has for me impacted the way I feel over the course of that amount of time. But over the course of years, it really compounds and you really start to see massive results. And just over the course of the day, you will start having a better day. You are setting yourself up for success when you're putting yourself in a higher energy state and a more positive energy state. 
and you're really priming your, your mental and emotional capacities to dominate the day. Next, another reason why is it doesn't take much time and can have a huge effect. So I think often we think, you know, I don't have enough time for this. I am not recommending necessarily, unless you want to, that you do a full hour-long morning routine. Mine takes about 30 minutes, and even that I would recommend working up to. I would recommend starting with something as simple as five minutes to just make the thing habitual, make it something that you do every single day. And then work your way up from there. And I think that is the most effective way to install a habit into your life and have it something that that will be in place going forward. Whereas if you try an hour-long thing and you're maybe doing it half-time or two-thirds of the time or a third of the time or a quarter of the time or whatever, it's not really going to become a habit and you are going to not necessarily get the compounding results and not really be able to, to build on it going forward. It's just something that takes a lot of energy for you to actually get into doing every single day rather than being something that is just habitual. Another reason why is generally your mornings and your evenings are time that you have direct control over. So in general, I just think putting in routines that are going to have a positive effect for you going forward, putting in systems like that is a very intelligent thing to do. And... That's really hard to do if you set up, okay, I'm going to do this at 3 p.m. every day. Because your 3 p.m. is going to look different every single day. But the first half hour or hour of your day, you can make it be the same every day. You, you have total control, generally speaking, of that time. So putting in place this routine in the morning makes a ton of sense. And as opposed to a 3 p.m. routine, the morning routine is going to be something that sticks with you throughout the day. So you know that this can contribute to making you operate at your best. What would your best self be doing? And I find that developing this why, developing this purpose, understanding here are the reasons why I want to do this morning routine, that's huge. In Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, he talks about how developing your why statement or understanding your purpose is the is the keystone that drives all of the rest of the results. Understanding the why gives us this incredible source of motivation. We talked about spiritual energy in the last podcast episode about energy management. Developing that purpose, developing that why, developing that reason for showing up is huge. So next, how. We talked about our why. We talked about you know the reasons for doing a morning routine. How do you actually do a morning routine? How do you make sure that you do it? So for one, I believe that it's helpful to focus on what are you doing at night. I think it's if you find that right now you're waking up at such a time that you only have the ability to just rush out of the door and you're not giving yourself any more time, obviously you're going to have to get up earlier. And in order to get up earlier, it almost goes without saying, but it it's worth saying, that you need to start going to bed earlier. Now, if this sounds hard, again, focus on that why. Focus on your reason for doing this. Is your nighttime routine of watching three Netflix shows or you drinking caffeine such that you can't go to bed earlier, is that really more important to you than the desire to have this long-term personal growth? 
or the desire to wake up in the morning and feel refreshed and energized and radiant and energetic? Uh, probably not. Hopefully not. And if it if you find that it does outweigh, if if your current habits and and your desire to do them in the way that you've been doing them, if that does outweigh the vision that you have for how much your how much better your life could be, if you installed habits like this. Go back to that why. Go back to making it feel more and more powerful. I talked about going to bed earlier. Let's talk about creating a bit of a PM ritual. So a morning ritual is stuff you're going to do every morning. A PM ritual really supports the AM ritual. It is stuff that you do at night to ensure that you are going to sleep better. Sleep is huge. I've talked about this on the last episode as well. But sleep is so incredibly important. It is the number one thing that we can do to have more energy throughout the day. And obviously, if we have more energy throughout a given day, we're going to get more done and we're going to feel better doing it. That is enormous. That has such a big impact on our quality of life. In order to sleep better, some huge things that you can do is to avoid blue light. So our devices, generally speaking, emit blue light. One thing you can do is install an app if you're on a Mac called Flux, F.L-U-X, and that will, you'll still be looking at your computer, but it won't be emitting this blue light. It will be emitting a different wavelength or color of light. And we're just not evolved as humans to go to bed when it's light out. We rise and fall with the sun, evolutionarily speaking, and so our bodies are not adapted to go to bed after experiencing a bunch of bright light coming in at us. I believe it's also important to go to bed unstressed, to do something to wind down, to get your brain stop, to stop ruminating throughout the day, and to feel more relaxed and calm and peaceful and ready to just put your head on the pillow and have a rejuvenating rest. Okay, so what do I do for a nighttime ritual? So the biggest thing and obviously I talked about this, is just having that Brian Johnson of Optimize calls it a PM sunset, so a digital sunset. So that just means, and Brian does this, I think, with several hours before bed. I just make sure that I do an hour before I'm going to sleep of having an alarm or having something to notify you, okay, it's time to shut off all devices, and then obviously shut off all devices, don't have any blue light coming in, and I've found that to have a pretty major effect on my ability to to go to sleep and to wake up feeling fantastic. So make this stuff habitual. Your, your PM routine, but especially your AM routine, make it habitual. And when I say make it a habit, why is that so important? There's a thing called habit gravity. So habit gravity you can think of as... I like to think of it as like the escape velocity. So for a rocket escaping the Earth's gravitational pull, getting that rocket to go off the ground to even being just 10 feet up, that's a heavy piece of equipment, machinery. It's a heavy projectile. Getting it up there takes a lot. It is hard. And the same as when you start a habit, things are difficult at first. It's going to take a lot of willpower. It's going to take a lot of energy. And when you kind of continue that on, it starts maybe becoming a little bit easier after maybe day three or day four. 
but you'll find a period, maybe a weekend or so. And if you've, if you've tried to install a habit in your life before, I imagine that you'll find this is true, but reflect on it and see if it's true for you. So the first few days are hard, then it's kind of becomes easier. And then after a week or maybe two weeks, you start to think, ah, maybe I don't need this anymore. And you're kind of tricking yourself and it becomes hard again. It becomes something that you get away from and then getting back into it can be difficult again. So the concept of habit gravity, once you are out of the earth's gravitational pull, you've achieved escape velocity, then it's smooth. It's just an autopilot. You've gone from having this thing that you're trying to do be really, really hard to having it be fairly simple, to having it be something that doesn't take a whole lot of willpower. It's just, it's almost more difficult to not do it than it is to just do it because our brains are wired to go into habits. Our brains want to make things easier. When your subconscious mind realizes, okay, Apparently Dylan has been doing this thing every day at 6 a.m. Maybe we should just put in place a little a brain uh, program such that this thing happens automatically. It, it wires that way, and then it makes the thing really, really easy. So much easier than it was to begin with. In fact, basically automatic. And that's what we want for our habits. Another thing to do in order to make it habitual Again, at the beginning of this process, things are going to feel difficult. So you have to do some things proactively, sit down and proactively plan out, okay, what am I going to do to make this thing stick? What am I going to do to plan for when I'm not feeling good and I know I got to do the thing, but I'm low energy and I'm, I'm not feeling it? What am I going to do to make sure that I follow through and do the thing? And some things that I think are great, rewards and punishments or consequences so having in place a thing called stick, S-T-I-K-K dot com, um, is a way of basically punishing yourself and you can get a, a accountability buddy in place such that if I fail at completing this habit, I am going to have to pay my accountability, my accountability buddy 20 bucks, or you can give it to a cause that you hate. So if you're a Democrat, you might set it up so that $20 gets donated to the Donald Trump uh, campaign and vice versa. If you're a Republican, you could set it up so that $20 or whatever amount, I think it's good to pick an amount that is so much that it will hurt a bit, but not so much that it's going to absolutely break the bank. But you do want to feel a bit of pain. If it's just a dollar, you might not follow through on doing the thing because uh, a dollar doesn't really, it's not enough to get you out of bed that morning. But if it is enough so that you'll feel some pain, have it set up that, so that it will donate some amount of money that's going to hurt. Then rewards. So what can you do to reward yourself each day? And this can be just emotionally rewarding yourself, really praising yourself, giving yourself that optimal self-coaching, saying to yourself, great job today. You're such a hard worker. That's so awesome that you did that. can feel really good. Other things, more external. So at one point, I wanted to get up early in the morning. I wanted to, when my alarm went off, I would always just hit snooze, and I wanted to end that. I wanted to start, when my alarm goes off, I just hit the, hit the off button, and then I get up and start my day. And in order to do that, one thing that I did was I 
bought a chocolate bar that had little pieces you could break off. And at the beginning of the morning, I would just break off a tiny one little piece of that. And I would eat it after I hit the alarm. And that just, again, that's just a way of wiring your brain, of conditioning your brain to say, oh, we get rewards when this happens. It's like Pavlov's dogs in the famous experiment where he would ring a bell, then feed them little packets of things that would make them salivate. After a certain amount of time, you take away the packets, and all of a sudden, they are still salivating. Well, your brain links all these positive feelings, all these positive sensations, this hit of dopamine with getting up and hitting your alarm. You're going to start getting up because it's your brain has wired, oh, this feels so good when I do this thing. And so that's what I was able to wire my brain to think as I got up each morning. And now it's pretty much on autopilot for me. The next is to think about the routine super specifically. So in great, great detail, think, what is the routine I want to put in place? Think about it from step one to step done. And really visualize specifically each part of that pattern. Visualize doing the whole routine. And visualize any hiccups that might come up, whether that's just feeling all this resistance to doing the thing and then pushing through it or visualizing how there might be distractions in the way that pull you away from doing the thing. Visualize that and visualize yourself overcoming those obstacles or those pieces of resistance. And just that visualization exercise can really help when it actually does come to facing some resistance in the actual doing of the habit. Okay, finally, what do we do for a morning routine? And I believe tailoring it to yourself is very important. If you don't have one right now, start really small. Start even, like I said earlier, with just five minutes, something that you know you can do every single day, and get it to be a daily habit. And then maybe after three weeks or a month or even a bit more, then you can add on to it. But just start with something that you know you're going to do every day or close to it. This isn't about being perfectionistic, so... If you're not nailing it every day, that's okay too. But as much as possible, we want to try to do it on a daily basis. So what are some things that would have a huge effect on the rest of your day? Some suggestions that I would have from my past morning routines that feel really good for me are meditation, exercise, and journaling. Even if it's just a little bit of each or just one, pick something and just stick with it. So... What is my current morning routine? Well, it comes from a book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And Hal talks about an hour-long morning routine. I only do, so I do half of what he suggests, which is 30 minutes. And I find it to be amazingly refreshing and energy-producing. And I just feel so ready to take on the day when I do this. And I do it every day. So... It is. It follows the acronym SAVERS, S-A-V-E-R-S. And that stands for silence, affirmations, visualizations, exercise, reading, and scribing. So silence is meditation for me. So I do five minutes of each of these things, five minutes of meditation, five minutes of affirmations where I'm telling myself 
I am X or something that I want to feel or something, some mindset that I want to take on. I'm just programming into my mind that I am this way right now. And then throughout the day, I find that it it really pulls me toward actually acting that way. This is not just some woo-woo thing that comes into place without you taking any action. It's a two-way street. You do the affirmations. You start to feel a bit more primed to actually do that thing throughout the day. And then you do the thing because, for instance, one of the things that I tell myself is I'm a powerful creator. I'm a powerful creator. I'll repeat that again and again. And then if it comes into, okay, it's time to create stuff, and I were to just ignore it and say, I don't want to do that. I don't really feel like you know, doing any sort of productive work right now. Well, that wouldn't be reinforcing that pattern. That wouldn't be reinforcing the way of being. To actually get the identity to shift, you have to do the thing on top of just doing the affirmations. So it's both. It's, it's programming your mind and then teaching yourself, I am the type of person who does this thing. So for me, powerfully creating. Some other ones that I like to repeat to myself are, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself. That comes from Kamal Ravikant's book, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It, a great book. And there are a variety of other things that I say to myself, um, and it kind of varies. I shift it up just to kind of keep variety in this thing. The next is visualization. So visualizing a positive outcome that you want to happen. I also find... What can be helpful is to visualize a situation that you don't want to happen and then visualizing yourself dealing with it or overcoming that situation. But visualization is a huge one. Then exercise. So with it being five minutes of exercising, again, that doesn't sound like a lot, but just doing a few reps of something and you'd be surprised how much you can get done in five minutes feels great and just gets your blood pumping, gets your nervous system going for the day. So generally speaking, I do, I have a kettlebell, 45-pound kettlebell. I do 25 swings of that. Then I do a plank for a minute and then some push-ups and some stretching. Sometimes if I'm really going hard, there's time for a bit more, but that's that's really about the whole five-minute exercise block. Then reading. So I like to read some sort of personal growth book, some sort of, um, it's not necessarily trying to learn some technical skill. That's generally going to take me more than five minutes. I find this time is for just programming my mind, setting myself up for the day, inputting some positive information such that I'm going to output positivity into the world. Um, and then the S for scribe essentially means journal journaling. And I have right now James Clear, who's an author that I love. He wrote a book called Atomic Habits. I have his journal, and for five minutes, I'll sit down and write in that thing and record the habits that I'm currently doing and then just write out some things that I'm grateful for and what I plan on doing in the given day or just some thoughts or some things that I'm feeling to sort of work through those things, to get it out of my mind and trapped onto the paper. All right, that is today's episode What is one thing that you can take away from this episode? What is one thing that you can put in place? And obviously, I'm talking about doing a morning routine here. So what would you like your morning routine to be? If you don't already have one, don't pick something big. Take something small. That can be five minutes of meditation. That will get you feeling so much better throughout the day. Even though it is just a tiny bit of time, you'd be surprised what effects it can have on you as you go about 
your day. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are rock stars. Go out, start that morning routine, or if you already have one, iterate on it, make it even better. Make it habitual. Make sure it's happening every day. You guys are awesome. You guys rock. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. If you're interested in more, you can go to engineersoftskills.com to check out more videos, podcasts, articles, and to download a free PDF called The Ultimate Guide to Soft Skills. This is a 25-page ebook covering the best of what I've learned on how to level up your soft skills to improve your social life, dating life, and career. Again, thank you for listening.